when I was growing up, there was a place called Santa Land. Mm. And so it was this setup of just driving through like millions and millions of lights that they've put up yes. with, you know, like all the different displays going to synchronize like music with the lights. Yes. Um, so yeah, I love doing stuff like that. Love a good Christmas tree lighting. Yeah. Um, I love the Grove at the holiday season. It's just like so beautiful. The Grove in LA. Yeah, yeah. like the Grove in LA. And then um, the square in Pacific Palisades is really gorgeous. So like anywhere that I can find gorgeous Christmas lights, nice Christmas tree set up and a cup of hot cocoa, I'm just like the happiest person. Welcome to the Women Rewriting the Rules podcast a production by Gush Living. I'm your host, Sumi. And I'm your host, Ashley. And this is where modern women gather to navigate our way through the maze of personal, financial, and emotional challenges, create confidence in our independence, take control of our finances, and achieve ambitious goals, all while loving the life we're currently living. But before we get into the content for today, we wanna share something really exciting with you. We are offering a really fun incentive for our day ones, our founding listeners, to help us get this content into the ears of other women who could benefit from it. So if you love this content and you show us your love, we want to pamper you by offering you our very first giveaway, which is a spa day at the Four Seasons Hotel. So if you want a chance to win, there are just three simple steps you can take to get entered. First things first, go ahead and follow this podcast on your podcast app of choice. Next, you're going to write us a short review with a five-star rating. And third, go ahead and share your review on your IG story and tag us at Gush Living. It's really that easy. And once you tag us, we'll pick one lucky winner on January 1st. So get your reviews and shares in now. Let's start the show. All right. Well, this is a little bit different in comparison to our last episodes. We're on a new set today. It is, and I love it. Yes. I love our cozy fireplace. Super cozy, super festive, and really excited for what we're going to talk about today. Also, I love your shoes. Well, I was just thinking we both showed up unintentionally with holiday shoes on. I know. A little sparkle going on. Yes. Black sparkly (laughs) shoes for the holiday season just make everything better. Yeah. It's always the little things. It is. Always the little things. It is the little things. Well, in today's episode, we are going to talk about some of the questions that we've gotten from some of our early listeners. We know we're new in the podcast world, but we've got a little crew that's behind us. Mm -hmm. It's rooting for us. All of our day ones. Yes. And they've asked a couple of questions. And so we'll share our thoughts and I don't know, just advice on some of those topics. You ready to dive in? Let's do it. All right. So one of the questions that we got from a listener was, what are some of our favorite parts of the holiday season? Mm. So I know what my answer is, but I'm really excited to hear what your answers are. Okay. Favorite parts of this season. For me, I think one of the best parts of having this time to slow down and celebrate is 
you can feel a little bit of like an energy shift in the air where everything just feels a little bit slower. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. So there's this like all year long, it feels like you're in, we're in this like rat race and like go, go, go. And, you know, it's like constantly on. And then all of a sudden, like a couple of days before Thanksgiving rolls around and like I can literally feel a shift in the air. Yes. And I can feel what it does to me is like always kind of like surprises me every year. And I remember how much I love, like specifically Thanksgiving Day, which, mm-hmm. you know, by the time this comes out, it's past. But there are other days like in the December, I mean, Christmas Day, other days that feel similarly where <laughs> it's um, it's like suddenly everything stops. Yeah. And if you're tuned into it, it's so beautiful. Agreed. You know what one of the main days is for me where I feel like everything slows down? The last day before you can buy things online and ship them out. (laughs) I feel like (laughs) once people have lost the ability to like order gifts online and they know they're just like in it to get what they can get at the store, to me it feels like everything slows down. Online or in real life? Like in real life because I feel like online it's almost like a frenzy of trying to get gifts for people Uh and things are sold out or Uh like this isn't available or this isn't going to ship in time. Uh And then it's like when everyone has really accepted that what I have is what I have. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a peacefulness. Maybe I just say that because I've worked in digital for so long. Maybe. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, speaking of shopping in real life, it's like, well, one of the things I do to enjoy this season is avoiding, personally, I avoid the malls. I avoid, and I think we might have different takes on this, but (laughs) I really try to tap into that slowness and to that relaxed energy during this season. And so the last thing I want to do is go out for the breakfast. Black Friday sales or go out to the mall when everyone is like frantically shopping. So I try to like tap into that (sighs) energy where it's like everything is peaceful and calm and like avoid the frenziness of like mass shopping and people madly trying to get last minute gifts. (laughs) Wait, okay. So do you feel like you always do your shopping enough in advance to avoid that? Because I always think I'm going to do my shopping far enough in advance to Mm -hmm, avoid that. mm -hmm. And then it it doesn't always happen. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I think at this point I do most of my shopping online. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and I think like we talked about in in our gifts episode, I feel like gift giving is all year long and I don't necessarily feel an urge to get everybody in my life a gift during the holidays. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like your um, love is not based on the Christmas gift you decide to give someone. Because you've done lots of little things for them throughout the year as well. I love that. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple others, but let's go to you. What do you you think is your favorite part of the season? Yeah, I think for me... My favorite part of this season, much like our shoes, um, which I don't know if my sparkle is coming through or not, but... I just love everything sparkly. So I'm kind of a cheesy person Uh for the holidays. So I have to watch It's a Wonderful Life at least once. Oh, really? Every year? Every single year I have to watch it at least once because it just, I don't know, it just makes me happy to like be remembered that like 
you matter and the things you do matter. I love that and movie. And the people in your life are what matters most. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I always watch that normally while drinking cocoa mm. and like a Snuggie or something super cheesy. And then... Do you watch that by yourself usually or do you have like people you watch it with? I normally watch it by myself. Okay. I love no that. one, everyone in my family hates that movie. That's like not their Christmas jam. Interesting. Um, but it is for me. So I normally watch it by myself. And I also really love all of the cheesy Christmas light installations. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know if there's something like this in LA. I'm assuming there probably is. But when I was growing up, there was a place called Santa Land. Mm. And so it was this setup of just driving through like millions and millions of lights that they've put up yes. with, you know, like all the different displays going to synchronize like music with the lights. Yes. Um, so yeah, I love doing stuff like that. Love a good Christmas tree lighting. Yeah. Um, I love the Grove at the holiday season. It's just like so beautiful. The Grove in LA. Yeah, yeah. like the Grove in LA. And then um, the square in Pacific Palisades is really gorgeous. So like anywhere that I can find gorgeous Christmas lights, nice Christmas tree set up, and a cup of hot cocoa, I'm just like the happiest person ever. Okay, the reason I think what you just said is super powerful, it, it actually, it leads into my second thing that I love most about the holidays. Ooh, okay, let's hear it. But Which is what you said, but like under a bigger umbrella, which is taking the time to enjoy the really simple things that can give us so much joy and pleasure and yeah. enjoyment, but that in general, I feel like, I don't know how you feel, Ashley, but my life is always like, it feels like I'm always big picture thinking and thinking about my big goals and working towards things that I rarely actually take those like pleasures in watching a Christmas movie or like, you know, the, you know, those simple moments like that, that you create during this season, I think a lot more often than in other times in the year. Yeah. Going to see Christmas lights. Like there's so many of baking cookies with my mom, like, you know, um, cooking all day with my, my mom and my sister on Christmas day. You know, there's so many little things that give this season, like so many moments of joy that I usually gloss over the rest of the year. Yeah, I can, I can definitely understand that. I think it's easy to be on autopilot. Like if we all learn nothing from COVID, it's that most of us have had been on autopilot for some time. Um, and I feel like that slowing everyone down just really brought more intensity to the fact that most of us need to slow down more frequently. And I, I think I've so noticed good. a lot of people kind of holding on to that. And it's also nice during the holiday season when so many businesses are shut down and then you're not having as many emails or communications from like coworkers or if you're an entrepreneur vendors that you're working with, it's yes. like communication Slows. in general. Yeah. Yes. Does slow down. Yes. And it's like, there's less, um, there's just less urgency of like, Oh, if I don't respond to this email in the next two minutes, then everything's going to go not according to schedule and there's going to be chaos. It's like, no, it's the holiday season. Everyone's with their family. Like, Oh my gosh. There are no emergencies themselves. in comfy pants. No. <laughs> yeah. There are no emergencies <laughs> in yoga pants. There really aren't. It's like, 
no, eat your gingerbread man. <laughs> like, set up a plate of cookies for Santa and oh, relax. I love it. Yeah. Well, speaking of being on autopilot, my third favorite part of this season, as I'm thinking about it, is the fact that we get to reevaluate and re like kind of like reevaluate and like um renew what paths we're on, right? But like, yeah. you know, all a lot of the reflection that we've been talking about doing um, during this time of year is like setting yourself up for making sure that you're not waking up. My, I think my biggest fear is like waking up at 65 and realizing I've been climbing the wrong ladder my whole life. Mm, and yeah. so like this time of year is so much about reflection and planning that I think it like gives me renewed energy to make sure I'm moving forward in ways that are going to make me feel good over the long run. Yeah. I, I think that's really powerful. I'm trying to remember who it was that I heard say this. I think it was Stu McLaren oh. at a live event. It was like an Amy Porterfield event that I went to in San Diego. Gorgeous hotel that they had it at. Um, but he was on stage and he was talking about, if you don't know who Stu McLaren is, he is a serial entrepreneur, has built various softwares, has group programs, things like that. Um, I'm not super familiar with his work, but he was one of the keynote speakers. And he made a comment that when he was thinking about doing things with his kids, he's like, you know, I think about it and I'm like, I have... 10 summers left with my children. Oh my gosh. You know, yes. like based on their age and something about that really stuck with me. And so I think now, even when I think about the holiday season, I'm like, okay, like at this age for my lifetime, you know, if I have 40 Christmases left or 30 Christmases left or 20 oh. Christmases left, you know, it's like, it really like, puts things in perspective. It does. It's like, am, am I really making sure that every holiday season is I'm doing the things that are going to make me happy. I'm connecting with friends and family and just setting myself up to have a meaningful season versus feeling like it's a season that I wasted because I didn't take time to just like enjoy the little things that make me happy. That makes me feel like I'm so happy we decided to do an entire season of this podcast around the holidays, <laughs> like with the holidays as the theme. Yeah. Because it is so important to take that time, to take that weight around this time of year, I think, mm -hmm. and like, you know, put it into the people who are most important in our in our lives and the things we most really want to be doing and enjoying the simple pleasures instead of just going through it and being like, what did I do last Christmas? You know? Exactly. Okay, so I have another question from another one of our listeners. So we had a listener who asked, how do you navigate disappointments during the holiday season? So maybe you are planning to see friends or family or you're planning events with friends and we all know that life happens. Mm -hmm. People are human. Things don't always go 100% according mm. to the plan that we had. So are there any ways that you navigate that and mm. any tips that you might have in navigating that? That's that's a tough one. Um, yes, I do have thoughts. Um, I, you know, when I was younger, I... I don't think I really have ever talked about this publicly, actually. 
but I will now because we know my jam <laughs> of sharing all these stories. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. And we so part of the course for the entire season. We're getting Sumi's secret stories. <laughs> And I think I like that and it has a good ring to it. So it just sticks and that's <laughs> us, what it is us, now. Us. Yeah. Sumi secret stories. Um, yeah, I had I had a bunch of social anxiety. And the reason mm. that I, you know, as I've reflected on it, the reason that I've had so much social anxiety was because I had such high expectations for how I thought every interaction and every gathering and every party and you know, every dinner should go. Ooh, there goes that word should again. Should, should, should. Yeah. And so expectations on connections that should happen, expectations on how I should show up, expectations just in general. And, you know, I think the social anxiety mostly came from I had to be, I thought, I had to be on the whole time. Okay. And when I dropped that, I dropped that. <laughs> Thank God. What it did was it opened up like so many more possibilities of just knowing that like this one dinner or this one brunch doesn't have to be make or break or a referendum on my entire friendship with this person or my entire relationship with my mom or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like this is just one moment in time. There's going to be another one and another one and another one. And if you just keep showing up, then you're creating more opportunities for connection versus if you have such high expectations for every single one event, then you're curtailing the amount of possibilities that you're keeping open for yourself. Do you get what I mean? Because oh, you don't attend them because you think that the bar is so high, you're too exhausted to go. Or like, you know, the, the bar is so high, uh, I'm going to sit this one out again, you know, because it's too much pressure. Yes. So yeah. I think what, like, the reason I brought that social, social anxiety up is because it connected to your question around navigating disappointments. It's like now, okay, if things don't go exactly as I want them to, it's like a frame in my mind where I'm like, this is just one Christmas. There are how many more, you know? And the, the idea is just to keep showing up instead of having high expectations for each one. Yeah, I love that. And I think sometimes it's the pressure that we put on ourselves that we're assuming other people are putting on us or situations that they have to go a certain way. Yeah. And when you can release yourself from that, you're also releasing other people other in your life people. from that pressure as well that you maybe don't even realize you're putting that on them. Then everything can just be lighter. I think I learned a lot from one of my friends who would constantly show up for her other friends, but she didn't, she wasn't the life of the party. She didn't bring a whole lot necessarily to the table each time, but she showed up and she was consistent with showing up. And I learned a lot from that. I was like, people appreciate that. Showing up, <laughs> like, like literally, again, knowledge is power, Saturday morning cartoons, like, <laughs> <laughs> Schoolhouse Rock, gotta love it. Schoolhouse Rock. Showing up is 80% battle. It really yeah. is. So I think if you just show up for the people in your life and show up for your family members, you're 80% there. Yeah. I love that. How do you, anything else to add on that? Um, I mean, I think for me, navigating disappointments has been a lot of going with the flow. Mm. Um, I normally was the person that was putting a lot of pressure on myself yeah. to 
do certain things, be in certain places, see a certain number of people, have the perfect presence, have them wrapped perfectly, Aww. which I let that go a long time okay, ago. Yeah. Like now, if you get a gift from me and it's in a bag and some tissue paper, feel loved, feel yeah, special. Right. Um, but yeah, I started really just learning to go with the flow. And in more recent years, I'm like, if I'm celebrating Christmas with family and we don't celebrate on Christmas Day, who cares? Like, that, just the fact that we're getting together and we're right. celebrating is the most important thing. Um, you know, if I'm meant to see someone and we're going to connect over the holidays mm -hmm. and now suddenly schedules have changed mm -hmm. or they have, like, a sick kid or something has just come up, it's like, okay, cool. I'm going to connect with you regardless. And that connection is still going to be as deep. It's still going to be as meaningful. It doesn't mm. matter what day it happens on. So I've really given myself a lot of flexibility to be more in the moment yeah. instead of more in that like planning space. Yes. Now I just kind of take the holidays as they come. So more grace, it sounds like. Yeah, a lot more, more grace. grace. To yourself and to everybody else. Exactly. It's like I know where I'm going to be for the holidays. Like that's the bulk of my plan. So like this year, I know that in December, I'll be in New York for a couple of days to spend time and connect with friends. I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky, which is an interesting thing. Won't talk about that fully. Ooh, we can talk I about haven't that heard later. about that. Yeah. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be in Louisville, Kentucky for a couple of days. And then I'll be in some part of Texas for multiple weeks and I'll just kind of show up and make sure I have a warm enough jacket and see where I end up. You know? I love it. I love it. Okay. So I have the third listener question. Okay. Let's um, hear it. All right. So, okay. The question is, how do you recover from the holidays? I guess because for a lot of people, the Ew. holidays is a stressful time in many ways. Yeah. So... I may be judged for this one, and I don't really care. Ooh, something juicy's coming. I just love a good, self-indulgent, selfish, only care about myself spa day. I love that. That, I feel like at the end of the By year. By the way, no one should judge you for that. No one should judge anyone for that. But I feel, <laughs> I feel like sometimes as a woman, it can be taboo to, like, pamper yourself, mm -hmm. you know? Like, mm -hmm. just to really take a day to only care about yourself. I don't answer phone calls. I don't answer text messages. Mm -hmm. I don't respond to emails. I'll just take a day and go to the spa and get like a nice scrub and chill out in the saunas and enjoy my spa water and my robe with my like little head wrap on and really just chill and relax. And I also feel that that's like, it's a really good transition from all the running around that I tend to do during the holiday season and at Christmas and then starting a new year. Like it mm. makes me feel like I can start fresh. Mm. Yeah. I think that should be a piece of advice that everyone should take from this. I think everyone should take it mm -hmm. too. And also don't forget, we are giving away a spa day at the Four Seasons if you're listening. So don't forget to enter that. We'll have details yes, at the end of the show. We are. 
Yeah. So what about you? How do you like to recover? So I have a slightly different take. If you haven't noticed, I feel like Ashley and I are always on opposite we're, pages. <laughs> we're very um, yin and yang and we balance each other very well. Right? The motto is there's no one way to be a modern woman. There's Actually, not. it like, fits exactly with our theme. <laughs> So I feel like, you know, over the holidays, I take a lot of time like enjoying that slowness and enjoying the slow down energy. And so one thing that I've done in the past few years that I've started to enjoy a lot, I haven't quite planned it for this year yet, but I might, is um, an active trip to like round out Ooh, the year. Okay. So my birthday is also at the end of the year. Yes. And so it's Christmas, my birthday, New Year's, like all within a few days. <laughs> and so... Um, I've been thinking about, uh, not I've been thinking about, the past few years I've taken a ski trip. And I'm not a big skier. Oh, nice. I'm not a big skier. I didn't grow up skiing. I'm, I was like in college, I went for the first time and like stayed on the like the easiest slope the whole time, afraid to run into the four-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with a good bunny slope. Like. <laughs> right. Après ski is really fun too. Um, but, but I think the combo for me of like really active, mornings on the slopes the past couple of years I've done this and then afternoons and evenings like in the lodge doing the journaling doing the planning mm. for the next year on a bearskin rug oh, with the fireplace going like this one <laughs> is really so, so rejuvenating and sets me up really well I love that. So do you normally take that as a solo trip? Do you go with friends? I've gone with friends. I've gone with friends. And every year it's been like a couple, you know, a couple different girlfriends that I've gone with. Um, but I think um, if you can find friends to go, it could be beautiful. I'd also be open to going solo. Yeah. Yeah. A little adventure travel by yourself. And also, you never know who you're going to meet. I was just going to say, yeah. as single women, you never know who you're going to meet. Exactly. I love it. Okay, so in summary, there are different things that we each love about the holidays, ways that we handle conflict, ways that we, yeah, ways that we recover during the holiday season. Hopefully some of this related to you if you're listening and you can glean a little insight from some of the things that we've shared today and start to apply it to your own life. Exactly. Well, thanks so much for listening to this episode and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. And don't forget, we still have that really amazing incentive for anyone who's listening to this podcast right now, who is looking for a community with other like-minded women, we want to pamper you. And that's why you have an opportunity to win a spa day at the Four Seasons. So how do you get entered in? Three easy steps. First, Make sure you're following this podcast on your podcast app. Press that little follow button. Then write us a short review with a five-star rating. It really helps get the word out to other women who need this content. And then third, share that review. Share your review with us on your Instagram story, but be sure to tag us. It's at Gush Living. We'll pick one lucky winner on January 1st. So go ahead and get entered right now. And we'll see you next time.